Want to discover how much money your email marketing can actually bring you? If that's the case, let our team of email marketing experts show you how. With our free email marketing audit, we'll conduct a comprehensive analysis of your email marketing efforts, provide you with action plan, and show you how to effectively segment and convert your audience. Simply go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Flowium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Flowium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Email Einstein, the podcast by Flowium. We are your host, Vera Sadlak and... Andrei Wojciuk. Yay. I mean, every time it's getting smoother and smoother, this little introduction of ours. Um, you guys, we're happy to have you back. And today we are joined by a very special guest. I'm going to give you a little hint. So you might have heard about Google and Yahoo's new rules for sending emails. And this new rules, it's like a big talk in all social media, Twitter or, or X or whatever. And a lot of businesses are stressing out. But don't worry, we got two good news for you. News number one, uh, first of all, there's no rush. You can keep your focus on holiday season. You can keep your focus on all the campaigns that you prepare. None of these changes will take place until Q1 uh, of 2024. So in fact, we do not recommend to make any like major changes uh, until after this holiday season. But good news number two, we brought a very special person to talk about all of this exciting or not exciting changes. And you know him. Uh, we've had this guy on our podcast multiple times. So please roll the red carpet for Bobby Nikolovsky. Bobby, welcome back. Nice to, to be here again, guys. Yeah, we're excited and to have I'm you. not sure if you would talk about this, but Bobby is uh, one of the few in the entire world called Clavio Champion. Bobby, how many people are have, having this title? Well, the program changed. Uh, last year it was nine, this year it's 14, but I think some people were kicked out because they were not yeah but just like, think about it like only 14 people in the entire world from all clavio users this is this is the guy and today he will be sharing the his knowledge with you so stay tuned and also at the end of the podcast we will be talking about one more thing that happening december 1st 2023 and you must take action and it's extremely serious and it will affect your deliverability if you don't take any actions. So stay wow. tuned to the end of this podcast. I'm excited for this one because I know that's the one that you will be covering, Andre, and I'm, sure, I'm sure. curious to yeah. hear what you have to say. Bobby, do you have like a subspecial like belt like they give in like box or something for like the champions, like a heavyweight champion of Clavio? Like what? <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They promote us and they give us like shirts and caps and oh, they so send cool. us those kind of things but uh, and that we are invited to join in the Claudio event in the end of the year so that happened last year it's happening again this year so that that's the most fun part when we meet all all other champions there all and, all 14 yeah. of them that's exciting yeah i'm not sure again i'm not sure if everyone would come but 
it would be fun. Like we go through the Claudio offices, we get some insights of what Claudio is preparing for the next year, discuss a lot of things, how we like the changes that they did over the year. And yeah, we, we get a lot of product updates in advance. So That's- cool. That's so, so cool. cool. And I'm I'm excited because, I mean, we're planning to meet here in New York. Bobby will visit New York and we'll probably spend a day or half a day together just browsing Manhattan, the New York City, which is I'm extremely excited about. I'm jealous, you guys. <laughs> Believe me, not more yeah. excited than me since I've never been there before. Oh, my goodness. You're going to see that huge Christmas tree, that huge New York Christmas tree. Yeah. It has been a dream of mine ever since I was a little girl. So, my sister moved to Florida like two or two years ago, and she's like, "Why do you still live in 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 New York?" And I couldn't give her a good explanation or answer up until probably last week. Every time I go to New York City, and Bobby, you said like, "Oh, you've been there so many times, so maybe for you it's not as exciting." But every time you go to the city to Manhattan, it's like it gives you so much energy and like. It's changing so often and so fast that like the same street you walk like 10 times can be different each time you walk. So that's why, I I mean, I love the city. I love New York. And probably that's why I live here and never move from here. Yeah, it sounds like like a fun place. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Bobby, let's talk about the things that are even more exciting. Deliverability. Yay. (laughs) Uh, but seriously, though, tell us about this like key updates. I think there are like three key updates that Gmail and Yahoo have announced for 2024 uh, uh, regarding the inbox protection. So tell us about them. Well, what are it's they? It's not just three, it's more, but the three are main things. And they're not the same for Gmail and Yahoo. The, the thing is, they're similar. But Gmails are more advanced. So if you get in line with Gmails, uh, new rules, you will be in line with Yahoo's also. So the main mm-hmm. things are setting up some things on your DNS records to be more protected and more secure, uh, like SPF, uh, DKM, DMARC records. Uh, the other thing is to align and to make sure that when you're sending email, you're your from name and your domain that is authenticated for sending their matching. So you shouldn't be sending from email with one domain and then you're to take authentication to be on, a, on another. So Bobby, those are like, uh, listen, I'm in this industry since what, 2017, but I was doing email marketing even earlier, but even now I like, I don't understand those. I, I do. And I Google a few times as try to understand, but like in simple term, I'll try to translate it to very simple, like life, life thing. And you, you correct me if I'm wrong. So right now, like what's going on in the world right now with those like sending dedicated domain It's like, I'm traveling and I'm traveling, let's say to Macedonia. I want to visit you from New York. So basically I go to plane, I board a plane without a passport. Just have a ticket, show them the ticket, and they're like, oh, good to go. I go to Macedonia, there's no passport control, I go through it. But what the, those all records mean, certificates that we need to set up for sending the dedicated sending domain, all those like uh, things, it's basically like a getting passport. I'm going to an airport here in New York, they are like, oh, 
you you are Andriy Boychuk. Okay, you're going to Macedonia. In Macedonia, I'm landing, and they're like, oh, who are you? Here's my passport. Oh, yes, we can prove you that you are who you are, and we will let you go into the country. Is it good analogy or? Well, I don't know. It may be, but it also may be like since you should have had those things in advance also like some of the things are good practices that they're but those are good practices not like requirements isn't yeah it? the good practices now become requirements and that yeah. is the difference so, so i would see it like maybe like and also this is not a requirement for all of the inbox providers so i would say this is like a visa not a passport you still need the passport but you don't need, need uh, visa okay. for everywhere you need just for specific places this would be it in a way but yeah i see that's I a see. good analogy guys i love that analogy uh, and no i also like what you're saying plane or not no one would put to go would allow you to go in a country without a passport yeah makes sense makes sense so basically in some places you need visa for example if i want to go to i don't know north korea because uh, you have american like passport. turkey you don't I, I, need I visa to... anywhere <laughs> no but in turkey uh like I need a visa in Turkey because mm -hmm. I'm US citizen. I need a visa in Turkey. It's like it's just you pay money and that's it. You're done. But I still it's a technicality. need a visa. Yeah. It's a technicality in, that you need to do to get allowed to go country. there. So uh, in my case, in my life, Turkey, it's a Gmail. <laughs> so they require the visa. Yep. But the other country, let's say when I went to where, where we went, Tanzania, I, no, no, sorry, I'm wrong. Tanzania doesn't require visa. Let's say if I went to Mexico, they don't you require visa. You just need visa. the passport, yeah. Yeah. Which and is, if you, okay. need, and think, if you go think to so... Canada, you only need driver license. Did you know that? I mean, uh, the, the extended no. one. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, like they give you such a hard time. It's better to listen. <laughs> okay, well, enough about Andre's traveling history. <laughs> Let's talk about the authentication. Uh, Bobby, what is this? Demark or Demark? How do you even pronounce this thing? <laughs> uh, this DMARC. is like the the Demark. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, authentication protocol. Explain what it is and what so, are this yeah. like other things and why. I can't explain Demark without explaining SPF and DKIM because they are all connected. SPF is a sunscreen. That one I know. So let's talk about the <laughs> DKIM. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. Let's do this again. I don't know. I'm not scratch. using sunscreen. I'm staying away from the sun. No. So the thing is the SPF is used to make sure that your IP address or your email that you're sending is authenticated with the providers. You're proofing that the person who is sending the email actually have the authentication to send email from that email. Mm -hmm. DKM records are, this is like a cryptography thing so you are sent, you're having a private and public key for your domain the email that you're sending is kind of coded so you you're sending it the coded version with the like you're sending the email as as a private key and then the inbox provided provider have the public key so when we are sending it to gmail they they have the public key and then they can decode the message and confirm that okay this is uh, what was sent at first place so that is just authentication and it needs need spf and then the dmark record is just what to happen if the first two fail so if you don't have spf and they can't verify that you have that you are the right person that you are allowed to send emails or if you send an email and there is no public key and or the public key and private key don't match then the, the mark is setting up what to happen in that case. There are several things that 
need to be set up, but the usual beginner setup is uh, is nothing to happen just because you can request that is like a report that you can get tried what who tried to send from your email what was tried to be sent from email it's like you are getting a report of all the uh, failed attempts uh, for mailing from your email and so yeah they are all connected in a way so the first two are authentications different authentications but still authentication and dmark is the third one which is providing you a report of what happened with the first two when they failed. Right. And just like to give like some technical background without getting into like nitty gritty of like technical stuff. When you say to set up a record, what is the process? Just like briefly. Yeah, because these are all technical things and they sound hard to understand. People are scared of it. But the actual process of setting up is really simple. You're just creating three different text records in your DNS, in, in your hosting provider. So three different DNS records with text, and then you put the hosting is different for each one of them. So if you just Google on how to set up SPF record, you will have a simple explanation in it. And it's just coping three lines of code. Like it's pretty simple. It can be done like you can set up all three of them in five minutes. It's as simple as that. Much simpler than how it sounds when you're explaining it. Right. Bobby, so how how will those um, Yahoo, Gmail, and maybe in the future other provider changes will impact the experience user experience not the sender but the receiver well first of all they will have they should have like as with every rule people find the workaround with it but this should lower the amount of spam emails of unwanted emails of you getting phishing or uh, spoofing emails just short explanation spoofing is when someone else use your email to send emails like it's coming like for example if I use my email to send an email to, to you, that's like a normal thing and what should happen. But if you are using my email to send email to someone else, that is spoofing. And this would be preventing with the SPF record setup. Phishing still, it's hard. We discussed this a few days ago. It's hard to stop phishing because this is simply other people's action. And that doesn't mean that it requires your information. They can just simply send a different email and try to harm you bobby so that email you know like how it's called when they do so let's say it happened to us in the past when they use our domain flowium.com act like flowium uh, how, how that is called so spoofing yeah that is the thing they are different so spoofing is when someone is sending emails from flowium domain as it is flowing but it's not flowing so that is spoofing and phishing it phishing is what they want to achieve with that domain with with that email so okay, if in that you. domain they're trying to get your data then that is phishing yeah but that doesn't necessarily okay, need uh, to be from your email i can send you a random email from another email trying to to fish for your details but those records and this is what gmail and other providers trying to like to do is to prevent spoofing correct so other people yeah. cannot use the brand's domains yeah like because right now right now like uh, sorry for interrupting but right now if you will say nike or whatever your brand is anybody in the world who has some technical background can send pretend to be you and kind of charge people money, collect information, or do whatever they want to do. In a way, if you yes. Do not protect and I don't think it is as simple as just using Nike domain to send an email. 
But yeah, they can do that. And with this, they are trying to stop because usually spoofing and phishing, they're interconnected. You're spoofing with the idea of trying to get some data. I'm pretending to be someone else. Like, for example, what they used to do is I'm pretending to be from some credit card company to try to get your personal information. And I'm using the credit card domain to I'm spoofing their domain and their email address to send the email like I'm sending it from their domain. And then I'm fishing for details there. So yeah, on one, with this on one new, hand, it... I was just saying with this new thing, this is supposed to be stopped. Phishing can't be stopped because simply I send you from my personal mail. I can send you an email that is trying to fish for some details in number, like those emails that you're getting, you inherited 1 million or whatever, like all of us receive those emails and they're not sent from spoofed emails. Most of the times they're just random domains sending it to you, which people buy and use it to send spam emails. But yeah. So that Nigerian prince who wrote <laughs> me an email, it was a spoofing? My goodness. No, that was no, fishing. fishing. I thought we fishing. had something serious going. Anyways. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to florium.com slash audit and book your audit today. It's F-L-O-W-I-U-M dot com slash a u d i t flown.com slash audit bobby will this changes like affect all of the businesses or are there like certain like threshold um, of the businesses that need to take care of these things well i'm not sure what exactly you mean about only some of the businesses like everyone who is sending them emails should to this and so yeah the limit is five thousand yeah, emails for gmail for example what do you mean but, the limit like what? well well the limit is what gmail is saying if you are sending this is only applying to people who are sending bulk emails so you're sending to group of people if if i send you like from my gmail account to you one email i don't need this but if i'm i want to send from my gmail account to 500 people for to five thousand people then i need to have this setup and same thing goes like this is on a personal base, but same thing goes for brand. Like, for example, if a brand has 500 subscribers, probably they don't need it at this moment. Mm -hmm. But at some point they will. So it's always good to set it up in advance and to comply with the rules. Thank you for explanation. Bobby, I, I read in the article that we're trying to kind of talk over from Claudio about Yahoo, Gmail. The thing what kind of was off to me and which I personally didn't like from marketing perspective. And I'm not sure if I'm understanding this correctly. So Vera and back in the day was Alyssa was covering sub, uh, sent from. So for example, we are sending sent from Andre Bojuk, sent from Florio, sent from Chubby's. And they give us, uh, Vera gave examples from Chubby when they use sent from like uh, sent from snowman or sent from some weird name. So they were playing sent from, they were changing that naming. But according to this article, what I understood, it has to be the same as the record. If you're yeah. a Florium, it's Florium. 
I understand what you're saying because I had the same confusion in my mind and it didn't make sense. So how I accepted to understand that part is because they they are not specifying. They're not specifying if they mean from name or from email. So I want to think Mm. that it is from email that they are talking about. So when you set a from email, for example, your email at flovium.com should match the dedicated sending domain that you set up for this account, which is for, in this case would be flovium.com. So you shouldn't be sending f- the from name shouldn't be your personal email address. Uh, well, I see what you're so saying. That is how I, I understood it. I may be wrong because it was not explained really well, but I think but it's I about think... the from email and not the from name. I, I think you're correct because they gave an example of you, you're not able to use Gmail or any other like personal inbox provider. So yeah. you have to use they, your They mentioned that, but, but it was still not 100% clear on what they meant with it. Yeah. And by the way, uh, I mean, we, uh, it's a secret, correct? The algorithm of any inbox provider is a secret because if we know the algorithm, we can kind of uh, find the ways to kind of hack hack this so everything that we're talking about is a good educated uh, based on experience suggestion and with based on some information that those well, inbox provided i i, I don't think so i think the rules for sending and these specific things that we are talking about they are out on the open what is okay. hidden and the algorithm is how to reach exactly inbox and not promotional and like those Ah, kind of things but the rules of the rules like they are telling you the rules what you need to do so they are not telling you like for example the algorithm may not tell you what proportion of the email should be text versus image they're not telling you what are the best like they have some algorithm that that is defining things how to properly put you into inbox and they are not telling us that because people will find uh, a way to work around it if they know but the rules, what needs to happen for you to have to reach the inbox at first place, I think those are not secret. They're pretty much out there. Right. And you mentioned that there are like a lot of these requirements, but the main three are authentication uh, for your sending domain. So that's the number one. We kind of covered it. Uh, aligning yeah, authentication, the so, Sorry for interrupting, but just to make that, that full, like the authentication is connected to the dedicated sending domain and we are not talking much about it because it's our rule in in our company when a client gets to work with us we need to set the dedicated sending domain from the start but not everyone is doing it this and they will have to so now with this change everyone will have uh, to have a dedicated sending domain shared sending domains will not work anymore with gmail and yahoo so everyone will have to set this up together with the DNS records like SPF, DKM, and DMARC, and then to use the from name that is uh, the from email of the, the email should have the domain that is dedicated sending domain. And that is how this is connected all. By the way, just to mention, IPs are still okay to be shared. So no one is asking uh, anyone to set up a dedicated IP address. They can still be mm-hmm. shared. So people that are using uh, platforms like Clavio, they can rely on what was happening there before. Right. If you're still with us here, I'm talking to the listeners or uh, viewers, and if you don't understand what is a sending domain, dedicated sending domain, it's when you send out email next to your send from, there's like weird domain, which is Clavio, X, Y, and Z, like weird or MailChimp or any other like weird domain after it's like sent via, V-I-A, 
A and it shows a domain, that means you are sending through shared uh, sending domain. And what we today, what we are talking about, we need to set up a dedicated that you don't have that kind of extension. It shows only your domain. Right. And the third big thing that we kind of touched on at the beginning, but I want you, Bobby, to like expand on this. Uh, one of the requirements is to making the unsubscribe uh, link very visible. It's a key requirement now. I mean, it's like given that if it's difficult for your subscribers to unsubscribe from your email, they will like send you to spam box, which can damage your deliverability and your reputation. But like, why is it the requirement right now? What need to be done? Uh, what are the best practices of implementing that like unsubscribe method? Yeah, first to be more precise on what the requirement is. So the requirement is not to be more visible, but not to be only part of the footer. What they want is you to include it into the content of the email somewhere above the footer. So people will be able to see it. It shouldn't be just a footer. Uh, with same color or where you don't even notice it. So mm -hmm. what they're asking it, put it on some other place in the content of the email and make it visible there. So it's kind of two requirements, make it more visible, but also add it to the content. For people who are using Klaviyo, they won't need to do anything about it. For people who are using other platforms, they will need to remember to do this. And why is different for Klaviyo? Because Klaviyo came up with... I'm not sure if this will happen, but this is what they said they will that it will happen is they will come up with a banner that will show up on top of all emails sent through Klaviyo where the unsubscribe link will be pretty visible. So you mm -hmm. can't pick or choose to, to use this or not. It will be there for all the email. Like for example, right now, I'm not sure if you guys are uh, noticed in the past, if you're using Klaviyo and you're trying to send an email without unsubscribe button, what Klaviyo does is it doesn't warn you. It just sends the email and automatically adds the unsubscribe button on the bottom mm -hmm. and adds another block on the bottom of the email. So this happen, this same thing will happen in the future from what Claudio said, but now they will add a banner on the top of the email. And one other change with this is this should be like one click unsubscribe and it should be really easy for people to unsubscribe. Uh, it shouldn't lead to a preference page. It shouldn't lead to a complicated unsubscribe page. It should be like pretty simple click and unsubscribe button. And in Claudio, I'm, so I'm not sure if I understood it really well, but how I understood it that it wouldn't even lead you to another page. If you just click that one, you would be unsubscribed. I'm not sure if that's the case. It may be a bad example. Someone may click it by mistake. But anyway, that is how I understood it. That's really no, interesting. I mean, it, 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 it has to lead you somewhere. Like maybe it's when you click, you unsub unsubscribing automatically. Because right now I... Um, I was signed up for a few newsletter where it's one click unsubscribe, but it has to confirm uh, kind of you click and it just redirect you to different page and saying you are unsubscribed. Uh, but I do understand why they doing these rules. I still subscribe for years to some newsletter that I cannot unsubscribe. It's like, and some of them, like I love um, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. And once I joined his community on Circle, I believe, circle.co or something, the community thing. And I cannot unsubscribe from that. I need to log in and I forgot my login. I don't want to reset my password, but I need to log in to change my some notification things. Or there's other platforms that start sending me 
uh, thing and I just mark it spam because I couldn't unsubscribe. But I, I think I still received it because it's <laughs> even I mark it spam, they still sending me some, they getting to my inbox somehow. Right. Yeah. yeah I well, still that, received that... my emails from, from like when I lived in Ukraine. Those guys don't mess with them. It's like impossible to unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But Bobby, I, I do have a follow up question though. Um, about that like one click unsubscribe process or like two clicks or whatever. So some of my clients, we have this flows um, that basically instead of like giving them the only option of like unsubscribing, they're clicking on the unsubscribe link. They're going to this like custom unsubscribe page where we offer them the discount as a last resort to like keep them basically. Um, and if they agree to receive the discount code in exchange of not leaving the list, they will get another email from us with a discount code. Will this still be a thing or will we need to like rethink our strategy here? I think it will. And I think they will allow us to have unsubscribe that is more complicated and not just one click. They're saying that one sh we should have one that is in the copy and it should be like one click unsubscribe. But I, I, I never read that you can't have another one. So if we, for example, if it's that say we keep the footer unsubscribe as it is and the, the top banner that Clavio will add, we use it as uh, one click, then it would still be an option. But with that specific additional one that will be added from Clavio, I don't think we will, we will be able to do anything like that. But let me ask you, but like in your opinion, how do you think they will track, uh, like an inbox provider, they will track that you clicked, but you're still receiving emails? This is how, I mean, what system, like what the are, logic? Are you saying like how, how for example, Gmail track what happened? Yes. I don't think they care what happened. I think they care that you have it in the email and they can look with in the code about that. Like they're checking the codes to see you have two, for example, different unsubscribe links and one is direct unsubscribe link, which is what they want. It's a code thing. Do you think so? Do you, uh, but different ESPs have different uh, codes. So active campaign has yes, totally they are, different they are collaborating. Code. Like, like how we are talking to our clients. Like, for example, Clavio is in a way Gmail client. So they're communicating about this stuff. And probably Clavio will provide the code that would be like this one click unsubscribe that they will add. They will provide to Gmail and then Gmail will have it. And they, it will require that all Clavio emails will have it also. So I assume something like that. I don't know. Like this may be the secretive thing that we mentioned before that they don't tell us how they check it. I'm pretty sure that they are able to check it though. If you have this in the email or not. Just don't ask me how, because I have no idea. I mean, this I have a very kind of basic question. I mean, one of the, another requirements to keep uh, spam rate low. I mean, it's... In any case, it's good practice to keep the spam rate low. But how, like, are we talking lower? Are we talking the same? Or are are there a specific number, benchmark yeah, there KPIs? There is a specific number. It should be below 0.3%. And I don't think we have any client who is above that number. So, But 0. Point, oh no, 0. 0.3. Yeah. No, hold on. So you mean 0. 0.3? 0. 0.3%. Yeah, 0. 0.3, yeah. Or point zero, point zero three. It's zero point three, less than 1%. But one third of a percent. But this is a lot. No, it's but not is a it, lot. Isn't it a lot? I mean, it's a lot to reach. So if you have that many spam people, 
then you're having you're you're doing something wrong your list is not correct okay. like on 100 emails this is not even one person on 1000 emails this is three people so how is this a lot no no but i'm i'm just thinking uh i might be wrong but we do a lot of audits of our uh we do internally as well as externally and i don't think i ever saw such a high spam rate yeah that is what i'm saying like it would be if you are if you are following the best practices from before or if you are following the rules now it would be hard for you to get to that number and to have trouble with gmail i want to check our numbers bobby are you and, talking about the already... yeah and it looks like let's do for entire year because it's like last month we had zero which is maybe we are like doing something right uh... <laughs> hopefully we are <laughs> Uh, I mean, it looks zero, like, I don't know. So maybe, I mean, we have unsubscribes, of course, but spam complaints. Well, that is what should happen when you are only emailing people who want to receive your emails. Like, if I subscribe to receive your emails, why would I report a spam? If I don't want it at some point, I would click unsubscribe. Or as you said, like, if you don't have the option to unsubscribe, that is when I will click spam. But we, we are not sending any emails without unsubscribe button so why would someone complain correct yes i don't know maybe they mad at me because i said something weird <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah or maybe they can't unsubscribe like in andre's example but that's where the good practices come in place right yeah it's, this has upsets me a lot so just uh, <laughs> as you either as a brand or as a if you provide service uh make sure it's it's very clear to unsubscribe even in two steps but don't hide it because i see a lot of brands do black in black letters on the black um background unsubscribe or a white one on, on the white one so it's basically it's not visible right right yeah um bobby you already mentioned that it's not a probably a good idea to do something like around the holiday season all of this like changes and and stuff like that uh but when should people start preparing for these new requirements and um what are the tools and resources you can recommend like to help them navigate these changes well depending when everyone is listening to this podcast but if in case they're listening end of november you guys you're listening to this podcast at the end yeah, of november but someone right? may, that is when maybe it will be released but someone may be listening it much later so they may already be late to the game so if it is 2024 you should set it up immediately if it is before you have time so try to set it up before 2024 starts but no rush on doing it before the the holiday season because it may mess up for a while uh, with with everything, if a lot of people change it, it will be hard for the inbox providers to track everything that is new. You may make a mistake that will need tweaking, and you don't want to make mistakes before Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because before Christmas sales and stuff. So, anytime that you have a big sales or big holidays that you want to, you you have a strategy around. It's not good to make big changes because it may mess up something. Uh, how long does it take? Let's say, Bobby, I want you to change it for Flowium. I mean, we are, we are using dedicated sending domain, but let's say we use, uh, let's assume sending, uh, a shared one. And let's say I ask you to change it and you are changing, for example, today, this afternoon, 
how long does it, can I still send emails or do I need to wait until it takes in effect? Because it's like, what, 24 hours to update the record? That depends from the hosting provider. Uh, and it, it can take up to 48 hours. We've seen it take up to 48 hours, but we also seen it take place immediately. So it depends from where your domain is hosted. The change for all of these things to do the, all of these things, it wouldn't, it shouldn't take more than 30 minutes. So it's not no, like, no, no, I got, huge. I got that part, but let's say I'm, I'm, I mean, maybe if flowing was a bad example, let's say I'm fashion and apparel brand, like, and we are sending like promos, uh, product launches every day. And that thing, like, do I need to wait until it takes in effect or I can still send campaigns? No, because before you click verify, nothing is changed. So even if you set up all the, these things in the background, even if you're setting up the dedicated sending domain or like it is called differently for different email providers. Like we just recently did this for MailChimp, I think. And they're, they're, they're called like verify, verifying the domain in cloud. It's dedicated sending domain in MailChimp. It's verified, verifying the domains. Like until you click the button to verify and the sender who is in this case, query or MailChimp, until they confirm that they have the DNS record that they, they require, uh, nothing would change. Uh, and so for the, your ch- go ahead, I'm talking sorry, go about ahead. the, the, the dedicated sending domain setup and about the SPF DMARC, uh, those kind of records. I don't think that would be a problem if you set it up at any time, as long as you so, set it up correctly. So basically what you're saying while the setup is happening, while this approval or whatever is happening, our email services won't be down, right? We can still like be sending during that 48 hours window. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. what you're that, saying? That's for sure. That's okay. for sure. Yeah. Okay. That's a good news. That's a good news. I didn't realize this is how it's happening. Andre, yeah, I this know is you happening have... in the background on, on the domain level. So it's nothing connected to, to you specifically. So if you have, if you can send right now, you can send emails without SPF, DMARC and DKM. Uh, if you set them up, they may require time to activate, but until they activate, you will be sending as you were sending before. They're, they are created. They're not just not active. Once they activate, you will start using them and the emails that you will send in the future will be sent with those things. But again, as long as you set up, set them up properly, there shouldn't be any issue. I see. I see. Andre, you have an extra little tip uh, for all of the people who are sending to Gmails. Um, yeah. So Gmail, uh, Gmail, or I mean, Google announced uh, earlier this year, I believe it was in the summer, the December 1st, 2023. So it's like in a matter of few days, they will deactivate any accounts that uh, have not been used for two years or longer. So if you don't do list hygiene of your list, it will dramatically affect you. The hypothesis is they didn't didn't confirm that they will convert those accounts to what's called honeypots, the the spam traps. Like if you are sending to them, they will assume that you are sending spam because there's no way those accounts opted into your emails. So Bobby, what is your take? What people can do? 
I mean, just the regular less cleaning, but what else can they do to kind of so they don't hurt their deliverability with this uh, update? Well, for these specific things, there is an easy thing, like create a segment, like segment, create a segment of people who didn't open at any point any of your emails in the last two years and just don't send to them. That would be the easiest thing if you don't want to. Well, yeah, you can suppress also, but we know how our clients are with suppressing anyone. But no, but I don't understand this thing. Like, like it's I, not. It's not. You, but it's it's an ego. It's ego. It's like because my list is such a big. Yeah, but it's useless, and you're paying for this. Yeah, we actually want people to don't understand. That... Like we had clients saying like. Uh, we don't want to lose this customer. And I'm like, if you're losing a subscriber, that doesn't mean that this person still can't go and buy from your website. They're just not using your emails. Like we had situations where people received 100 emails in, in 100 days and they didn't open even one. And they still want to send to these people. Like, I'm, I don't know what to tell you, but that's not bad. Not, not good. One of the actually the segments that you, Bobby, suggested us to create, it wasn't like two day, uh, two years, uh, that's for sure. But we've created this segment like haven't received or opened any emails in the last something like 60 days or something. So that was like our um, we were trying to like re-engage those people who we haven't like emailed for some reason or who haven't received any um, emails from us. And that was a good strategy because we were able to uh, like reactivate a lot of those people. But with two years, nah, those people are dead to you. Just like remove them and move on, live your best life. Yeah, Bobby, if you would summarize everything that we talked about today in like a few sentences, what would be your recommendations to the brands with all of the upcoming changes? Well, the recommendations, uh, first of all, would be not to rush this, uh, to make sure that they understand what they're doing. The best time probably to do this is after Christmas or whatever, uh, before the new year starts. Uh, some of the things I'm not sure if they are available, you know, they should also contact whoever they're using as email sending platform. Uh, mostly we are using Clavio, but also use few others. But anyway. Clavio said that they will make this thing available from 1st of February. Uh, so I assume the first quarter is when they mentioned that this should be done in the first quarter. What they're meaning is that it would be live and official from the second quarter. So you can use the first quarter to, to make the changes. So I don't think anyone will still have any issues if they sent as they were in the Q1. But it is suggested to change it as soon as possible and after the holiday season. Apart from that, uh, everything else I would suggest everyone do, even if this is not a requirement, because again, those are good practices that everyone should have. I think it would be good for everyone, both for the senders and for the receivers of the emails. And I would like to kind of make an offer to you, to the, the listener. If you reach out to our team, just go to florinacom slash contact. We'll set it up for you at no cost. But if you are not marketer, but the brand, we'll do it for you. Like we'll have our team of experts to see, to add those records, make sure verified and like you are in a good place moving forward with those updates. Does it sound as a a good offer? That's a super generous offer. I mean, I guess. Yeah. 
Well, Bobby, thank you so much. Uh, honestly, I had like a lot of anxiety going into this episode with all of this like new changes, you know, but you explained them so well. Thank you so much. You guys, if you have any questions to Bobby or to us, please reach out to us through either our website or through our uh, Flowium WhatsApp. We are, we're there for you. We're happy to answer all of your questions. Bobby, are you in part of our WhatsApp chat? chat? Are you? I don't think are I you am. Okay, so just go to flowing.com slash WhatsApp and join it. I mean, at least Vera and I there. Uh, there's not much activity, but we invite you to to ask us questions, make suggestions, how we can make this podcast better because we are, I mean, we're delivering for you. So please tell us how we can make it better or what would you like to hear it from us? Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you so much, Thank Bobby, you. for coming. We hope Bye. to have you here Thank next you guys Tuesday. Thanks for inviting me. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. It's flowium.com slash audit.